What's going on, everybody? I'm going to try to keep this kind of quick. Um, this review here is about the new Steve McQueen film starring uh, Viola Davis, Shelly Rodriguez, Daniel Kaluuya, Brian Tyree Henry, and Liam Neeson, Colin Farrell, um, called Widows. Uh, some of you guys might know about this film. It's getting a lot of press. It's gotten a lot of, you know, early awards buzz. You know, Steve McQueen. I think this is his first film since um, Debbie is a Slave. It's also uh, Julian Flynn is the screenwriter, best known for the book and film Gone Girl. Widows is basically, the setup is a four career criminals um, end up getting killed on a job gone bad. And um, the head criminal played by Liam Neeson, uh, Harry, uh, his wife, Victoria, played by Viola Davis, is um, encroached by some people he stole from, saying that she has a limited amount of time to repay them, or they're going to kill her for his act. So she decides to get the other widows of the other people in the crew to help her pull off a job. Since so she found her husband's basically notebook of robbing shit. Um, that's the base setup. Anything more, you know, it, it, I can get some, some spoily stuff. It's a review, but really I don't want to get too much because, you know, Jillian Flynn is pretty good at this whole uh, twist thing. Um... Please note that this story is also based off of a book, uh, which was also adapted to a BBC series long ago. So if you're, you know anything about that series, you might actually be going into this already spoiled. But I'm not going to do that for you. What I'm going to say is, with a cast like this, um, they they hitting everything in the fences. This is everybody at the top of their craft. Um, you know what I'm saying? To use like some basketball logic, we got we got the vets out here, the vet superstars out here, like Liam Neeson and Viola Davis. We got the you know what I'm saying the mid career people like Michelle Rodriguez getting able to to actually you know act as something that doesn't have an action role. She gets to be vulnerable and still tough, kind of what you expect her to be in movies because you just know it's like oh that's just a lady from Fast and Furious. She's always the tough girl. All the time, she never really gets to emote many other emotions, or actually be like a vulnerable, tender person, a tender woman. She gets to be some of that in this. Um, Viola Davis is kicking it off. You know what I'm saying? She, she kind of, she does well because her character is kind of demure, but she's still tough. She's smart. You know what I'm saying? She can figure this out. So she's able to do some things that you wouldn't expect from a woman in her class. Um, Jay Bernthal is in for five minutes. Uh, Jay Bernthal always excels in movies that are very good. That he's only in for five minutes, and this is nothing against him as an actor. It just it seems like if he knows he's only in a movie for literally a small amount of time, his acting charisma goes up over 9,000. It's goddamn incredible. Uh, he is a charismatic asshole in this. Um, the real 
the real standout of this film is the directing in terms of camera placement, camera movement, and composition of, of the shots. Yo, um, I don't know the cinematographer slash director of photography or the camera operators in this, but in real talk, when I do these things, I ain't, I don't got IMDb in front of me. I don't got Wikipedia in front of me. I'm going off of like memory. Um, there's some shots in this. There's some of the most impressive shots I've seen in the past couple of years. Um, the way he chooses to move the camera and build tension and movement and even scenes that don't even dictate that. It has nothing to do with any action or robbing things or anything. He, he's able to do things or shoot things that other people will probably shoot from like a mid shot by using just like tracking shots or or camera angles set from places you wouldn't expect to be like from the passenger seat of a car where you no longer feel like you're like it's a camera, you feel like you're seeing it from the perspective of a person. Also he chooses to sometimes focus on background characters remain characters are speaking about things this movie even though it's a heist movie and it's a very good heist movie um there's a lot of politics to this movie there's a lot of stuff dealing with america in this movie you know what i'm saying the urban urban trials of america in this movie that i think is different than uh probably what you get from the book or the bbc drama because yo that joint's like about Britain, yo. Um, you know, their experience is a little bit different. Um, the um, story is now set in Chicago. And um, most of the bad guys, are, it's, a, it's a political race, uh, alderman race, that is the setup, or deals with like a lot of the main characters for the drama. And it's interesting how you have a, an, a long-standing line of white people, white men that's been the alderman of this black community, where now they're facing a challenger from a local uh, black man in his 30s who's in the streets, who no longer really wants to be in the streets and wants to change his life. So he decides to, you know, get into politics. And a lot of the uh, fallout or things that happen to our heroines it's because of this battle and they did deal well with uh some of those issues of you know a white dude uh or a white family as the main governmental influence over this poor black community and those conversations are had and they can have really frankly between some of the white characters and some of the black characters uh, Daniel Kaluuya is like he's having a lot of he was having a lot of fun in his role, cause I think for the most part people just you know thinking him still as a man from Get Out you know he needs to get out you know kind of like you know <laughs> if it's a horror movie he would be the final girl you know what I'm saying um and this he gets to be this aggressive sociopathic 
street dude. He reminds me of like Mouse and uh, Devil in Blue Dress, or even uh, Michael K. Williams, Omar and the Wire. He's not as heroic as Omar is. Omar's the truth, but he's a lot of fun. Brian Tyree Henry, great as always. Um, again, another actor able to bring this type of vulnerability, and you're able to switch it to a menacing. You know, like it's something that uh, when you read certain manga or anime and stuff, there's this thing called like murderous intent, where you see a caption sometimes, and that's sometimes what you feel from Brian Tyree Henry when his he's able to change his character's mood to murderous intent. Like, oh man. Um, that's those are my main thoughts. Oh. I don't have her name in front of me. Hold on. All right, back. Um, Cynthia Erivo is also in this film. She's best known for winning the Tony for playing Celia in the Color Purple Broadway production. Just saw that she also uh, played Sister Mary Clarence in, I guess, the UK version of Sister Act on stage. Woo! Um, but yeah, she plays a character called Belle. Uh, also outstanding she kind of comes into the story kind of later on um she's like you know she's kind of peppered in it but she kind of becomes a, a crucial member of the of the team you know around the second act and yeah she brings a nice energy to it uh that you know you kind of want more it's almost like this movie leads you to a point where you kind of like this could be spun off into something else. Or you kind of want to see, like, yo, what happens to Belle. And everything is told in the Belle. You can understand her entire backstory. Everything about her just from a little bit that you see just by her body language and see what she has to do. You can pick up all these little things about her character. You can do that with a lot of the characters, too, just through visual hints, body language, and the way they talk and act around each other. It's massive storytelling, you know? Clearly, this is one of the best movies of the year. And it's hella gangster. So you should just go see this shit. I'm out on this one. Just get, like, all the thumbs up, right? I'm giving, like, I think I gave four and a half stars on my letterbox. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I took a half a star off because, real talk, yo, I could have, like, three, four more movies out of this. You know, almost kind of wish it was a TV show. But, yo, fantastic film. Clearly one of my top choices of the year. It's going to take a lot for the season to knock this joint down. You know, I got to see what this Roma's about and see if it can, if it really can, you know, bumble with the B. All right, y'all, peace. You can listen to Ignorant Bliss on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, any other place that you can listen to podcasts. You can also find this podcast on the Taylor Network of Podcasts. I would like to give thanks to all the, my patrons on Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash Julian Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E. You can follow me by my name, Julian Lytle, and IGBL 
podcast on Twitter for the Ignorant Bliss podcast. You can also email the show at ignorantblisspodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, or, you know, whatever. Any likes or shares or reviews on our podcast is deeply appreciated. Also, you can check out the site ignorant-bliss.com.